Hey everyone, today is Tuesday the 14th of May 2019, this is The Gap episode 467, I'm Luke Laurie, Job Gurais here, how's your John Wick week going, Job? Uh, pretty fucking wicky, wicky, wickety, wickety, awesome. Um, we got it yeah. early for once, or we got it on time, I guess, <laughs> it's the way to put it this time. How, how, how do you mean on time? Oh, like, we got it early, like, it's not out anywhere else yet. No, but we're getting it the same time as True. everybody yes. else. As I didn't have to, to. I didn't have to go to a fucking <laughs> different country. <laughs> yeah, didn't have to tack on an extra day at the end of a fucking trip, uh, a work trip to go watch John Wick three months before it would actually come out in Australia, which is nice. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, like as weeks go, as as times for it go. Because holy fuck, I wouldn't want to wait an extra three months for this. It's fucking amazing. That mm. movie's fucking spectacular. Yeah. I, reckon it's, I reckon it's the best of the trilogy. <clears throat> it's and pretty it's good. Not a, not a trilogy either, I suppose, anymore. Yeah, but, I mean, they're doing like spin-off shows and sp- like more movies and like spin-off movies and like it's sort yeah. of become its own universe. <laughs> I'm about it. Like... Yeah. At the end of the day, for me, it is basically... So we watched, dear listener, we watched all three John Wick films yesterday, uh, back to back to back to back, uh, or just three backs. And um, yeah, I am honestly shocked that it took this long for this sort of thing to come out. It is... Like, it is, uh, uh, he's a fucking video game protagonist mm. in, uh, in a film. Like, and not in the hardcore Henry sort of way where it's, like, super upfront about the video game connection type thing or, you know, Doom or whatever the fuck. Uh, this is, like, they just, it's got a sort of video game logic to it and... It melds it with fucking kung fu, mm. a kung fu movie, uh, and it's fucking it's brilliant, right? Like, but uh, like everyone's seen John Wick and John Wick Two, I assume. Uh, and if you haven't, go and watch them. Yeah, I mean, there were people there last night that we were talking to, like the skill up guys. Yeah, who. I think Ralph said that he only just watched it within like the last week, and he was like, "I don't know why anyone didn't tell me to watch this sooner." insane like <laughs> ridiculous uh, if you haven't watched it seriously go watch it it's keanu reeves is you know someone someone kills his dog uh and it and turns it's out three that, movies later <laughs> yeah it's three movies of him murdering literally everyone uh nate was talking to me yesterday about that he, that he's got this theory this like operating theory uh i don't think it's a spoiler to say it uh but the reason he goes from vaguely suicidal uh which is you know what he is at the start of john wick one to like hanging on for life at all costs is because he really really likes killing people like he like killing other people gives him life uh to the extent that yeah he absolutely like just can't can't let it go he can't stop now he's just like it gotta kill gotta kill more people there's more people 
that are yet to die. And so he's about it. He's going for it. My theory uh, is uh, that he is like, uh, he's competitive and he doesn't want anyone to beat him. That's why he can't ever let anyone else kill him is because that would mean they would win. And he's such a potent competitor that mm. he can't let that shit go. And he keeps fighting at all costs. But, um, like there's, there's a surprising amount of depth, uh, to this universe that is ultimately a, like what should be a flimsy pretext for <clears throat> yeah. Keanu to, perform gun carter from equilibrium but on a fucking like longer scale like yeah there's there's a surprising amount of depth to this like the dialogue i thought the dialogue in three was as bad as it ever was in two and one uh i mean there's they managed to make ruby rose's character from the second film (laughs) like all right yeah she's uh like she's fine (laughs) <laughs> compared to yeah. some of the characters in this film and Ruby, yeah. Rose, Ruby Rose doesn't talk in the second film so that's, that's like alright fair enough <laughs> wait who do you, you like in the third film the um the, the chick that's in it she's I can't remember the name of her character Halle Berry no no the other one Angelica Houston no the oh the adjudicator the, the adjudicator yeah yeah. yeah I'm just did. like oh my god just shut up like all your dialogue is terrible no but like that's not like yeah, that that is like really pretty much par for the course for the entire fucking film. Like they, it, it is it is comic book writing or video game writing, right? Like not comic book writing. That's unfair to comic books. It's video game writing, right? Like it's mm. it's bad dialogue that is literally just there as a fucking shoestring to tie together yeah. the next. 15 minute long fucking murder spree but that's what i liked about the first film is that the dialogue is short and simple and it's witty like the the you know when the cop turns up at john wick's house the first one like the first half an hour and they have a discussion and you get all of that information out of the way and it's like three lines yeah look (laughs) and like you understand this world but that's the problem that's the problem that they have, right, is that they want to grow, they want to build this world out, mm. right? But to do that, and, and they want to have a fucking excuse for a third film, right? But to do that, they have to have more than just, are you working again? No, just, what is it? Just taking care of some things. Mm. Right? Like, it's got to be more than that. You get a lot from those two lines, right? You get a lot. You get, you get a pretty good understanding FYI we are going to spoil John Wick 1 and 2 but we won't spoil anything in 3 uh, except for I suppose actresses in it seeing how I've already done that oh, um, you did not me I did yeah that's true uh, so <laughs> yeah like that That you get a lot out of it right the, that he's known to the police in that area that they understand that he is someone not to be fucked with uh that he sort of he holds his own court uh and you know based on the fact that the cop is looking at a dead body in the hallway and sort of just not not doing anything about it that like ultimately john wick is a presence of law unto himself in that 
area, right? Hmm. You get a lot out of those two lines, but you needed to go further. You needed, like, he returns in John Wick 2. I, I think you needed him to be there to ground you back into that area. It's, again, not a lot of dialogue, but if it, you take it into the context of all the dialogue that it's had with uh, the Italian dude in 2, hmm. right? then it's built out quite a lot. And the dialogue with the Italian dude wasn't very good. It's it's all very, like... Yeah. It is, like, this super goofy fucking... Like, the the world of it is pretty yeah. ch- cheesy as fuck, right? But it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter because it's literally just there as, as a cheese string, like, string cheese fucking link between literally 15-minute sequences of non-stop murder non-stop high quality kung fu murder <laughs> yeah. like it's out of control john wick 3 i did not think like i thought john wick 2 sort of didn't go as, as ham as john wick 1 in my opinion right like it goes ham right uh so uh, i put a i put a t- tier list up on twitter uh, of my favorite like numbering of the films and i went three one two and uh our mate yug uh pinged me to say that there is no you know bad john wick film it's just uh yeah, there isn't no but that yeah that's absolutely not what i was saying you know <laughs> i wasn't saying that this is from best to worst i said this is from best to least best because <laughs> it's still the fucking best right yeah. like they're still amazing right but i just thought two didn't quite go as like it had a lot more string cheese than it did, like, than the others did, I thought, uh, in terms of, in ratio of string cheese to murder, non-stop murder sequences. I thought two has the most string cheese. Uh, three has a, a fair chunk, but this, this, the fucking murder sequences are out of fucking control. They're some of the best I've ever fucking seen. Uh... I'm going to go watch... Halle Berry has, like, her own fucking Taken movie. Mm. And I'm 1,000% going to watch it. I wasn't going to watch it. I saw it came out. I'm like, no, probably not going to watch that. I watched that uh, Jennifer Garner one. Mm. And it was fine, but I wasn't, like, blown away by it. And I'm a little bit burned out by the, you know, the Taken concept. But if if she's as good as she was in fucking John Wick 3, that movie's going to be fucking awesome, right? I've got high hopes now. Like John Wick's John Wick three's set very high hopes. Um, yeah, like I don't know, man. Like some of the shit in that movie, straight up out of control. Yeah, like just the insanest shit I've ever seen on a fucking on film. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's the story of the first you hear in the first and the second one how like, um, you know, they're talking about how scary. Like this is the guy you sent to go kill the boogeyman. Like yeah. he, he, you know, he once killed three guys with a pencil type yeah. stuff. And then in this film, they're like, what can we take? What object can we take that is dumber than a fucking pencil and have him like kill people with it? Yeah. <laughs> and then they do it and they pull it off. Like there were people clapping <laughs> during yeah. that session. <laughs> yeah. And it had some good lines too. It had one particularly fantastic line. Uh, because yeah. they play into this idea that everyone knows, like everyone is in on the joke, I guess, mm. right? Like, in on their own sef- self-referential humor sort of concepts, right? Like, it, 
they know that it's slightly goofy and like yeah the dialogue's not always the best and so they use that as an opportunity to to really ham it up occasionally like fucking um morpheus holy fuck how good is he in that movie um he's he's Lawrence Fishburne is fucking spectacular in John Wick 3 he was like he was pretty good in 2 I thought like he was pretty fucking good but fuck he just he chews the fucking scenery in 3 hmm. it's spectacular uh he's just he is everything on screen and he like he is on screen as at the same time as your favorite person the adjudicator and yeah, yeah. she might as well not even be there right like no <laughs> nobody else should be there in that scene I think Rafi, um, Jason Manzoukas, uh, plays a bit role in John Wick 3. Hmm. Uh, I wish he, he got more opportunity. I feel like he would he would really shine as like uh, Adrian Pimento type character in right. John Wick, the John Wick universe. I feel like that could go pretty well. But uh, yeah, no. Fuck. John Wick 3, spectacular. John Wick 2, spectacular. John Wick 1, absolutely spectacular. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I put that on Twitter. Like, you know, it's not often you get a series of films that are all fantastic. Yeah. Like, sometimes you get the ones where it's like the first one's really good and then it kind of goes downhill and there's some crap ones in between. Die Hard, Die Hard 2, Die Hard 3. <laughs> and then they finished making them from there. That there were no other Die Hards. Um, <laughs> Alien, Aliens, and that's it. That's like, Alien you know, you cut it off. Uh, <laughs> I guess, you know, two, two out of three ain't bad, right? Two. No, Terminator, they made like eight. Terminator, Terminator, thumbs up. Terminator two, thumbs up. Terminator three. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, there's a bit of a trend. There's yeah. a bit of a trend. Uh, obviously, Alien is the best of the Alien films. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Alien, Aliens. Different types Alien. of films. I feel like. That's yeah, and Aliens better. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um. um. But yeah, if, I mean, if you're a fan of John Wick 1 and 2, uh, you'll love 3. Go see oh, it. Yeah. I feel like it's going to... Like, that cinema we were in was packed, and it was a preview session. Yeah. It was chockers. It was um, super random. So I think it's going to um, make a bit of money. <laughs> it seems yeah. like. Which is good. Because oh, yeah. I'm definitely keen to see what they do with this. What else they do with these films and universes and, and games. Because that's why we were there, Job. Uh, good Shepherd took us along. Before the, the, the video game thing, I didn't get to finish what I was talking about with the video game thing. Right. Because they escalate the fucking... They escalate the threat. They do... Like, they escalate the threat in a very video game fashion. Mm. Like, in a fashion that's replicated in the other game... In the main game we're going to talk about today. Rage 2. Mm. Right? Like, it, it is... It is shocking to me how... How video gamey John Wick is uh, at its at its essence, you know. Uh, but yes, um, speaking of video games, um, yeah, we did. We we went on uh, Good Shepherd, who are making John Wick Hex. Yep. Uh, they got us in to go see the the film early. John Wick three fil- uh, early. Um, we were talking about this last week, obviously, uh, a little bit, but I was like, I've been surprised at the reactions and I'm still surprised. It feels like people still aren't fucking getting, uh, what it takes hmm. to make a, like what, would, what it would take to make a John Wick film, uh, sorry, John Wick game, because if it was super fucking easy, 
then it would 100% already exist. Yeah. You know? Like, if, if the concept of very easily making you feel like a gun-wielding kung fu master was simple, uh, then, yeah, we'd already be playing it almost exclusively because that is the essence of the power fantasy in mm. most cases. Um, but, like, obviously, it's it's far more difficult than, than you would think. And that's why I think the, the strategy, the tactics, yeah. uh, like, avenue of attack is obviously the, the best fucking route to take. Yeah. Um, but now I feel like if I sound like some sort of big... A shill for big, <laughs> big indie publisher, Good Shepherd. Mm. Um, <laughs> just because they took me to go see my favorite film of the year. Um, <laughs> but no, like I, like I said last week, like it's being made by Mike Bithell. I, I, like, there's literally nothing in that in the the concept of John Wick Hex that makes me think it's not going to work. Yeah, I mean, we uh, we don't know what it's how it's going to play. We, we've seen no. snippets, but... We've seen snippets. They could do cool things like the, you know, it's a turn-based game, but at the end of all your moves, like, hey, here's what actually happened in real time or something like that. And then have uh, like a five-second clip where it's just him destroying people, that sort of thing. I think they have to. I think they have to do that, right? Like, in my opinion, that's how it has to play out. Um, you have to be able to see that replay. Because, like, personally, I would be trying to clip it together in premiere myself if it didn't mm. right i would want to see that sick fucking sequence of events play out in the smallest time frame without me planning shit in detail yeah uh if if they could do it for me that'd be like that'd be perfect right like uh yeah like i, I feel like they 100 have to do that mm-hmm. um just because that's i think that's how like deliver on the the John Wick promise is the final sequence. You know, if, if we take John Wick to be a, yeah, this, you know, gun through, um, ballet, this Mm -hmm. tightly choreographed, uh, martial arts film with guns. And it essentially is, uh, then yeah. Allowing you to do the tight choreography is like perfect gameplay, but you also at, you need to see the ballet play out as well afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyway, John Wick three, anyway. go, go see it. Holy fuck! It. Yeah. yeah, it's like out, as uh, soon it's as out this week. Oh, it'll be out by the time uh, I guess this podcast is up. Um, I suppose Australia, US, I think globally, it's releasing at the same time, which is good. Yeah. Um. Speaking of films, uh, two films I saw on the weekend, just to tie things up a bit. One of them is video game related. Uh, I went and saw um, Avengers Endgame in IMAX. Uh, oh, yeah. they, the films, both of them, Endgame and Infinity War, were filmed in IMAX cameras. So I went right. and saw Infinity War in IMAX. And uh, they finally started showing it here uh, in Australia in IMAX without the 3D, which was good. Uh, and it's oh, excellent. Yeah. Go, go see, If you haven't seen it yet and you're trying to figure out like a way to go see... Endgame, um, if you can check it out in in uh, IMAX because it's it's very pretty, looks looks outstanding. Um, but yeah, after we finished that, then we walked out of the cinema, got some lunch, and then went back in spontaneously to go watch uh, Detective Pikachu, right? Which is um, obviously uh, it's a Pokemon spin off 
uh, I guess, video games um, where this sort of series started. Uh, starring mm. Ryan, Re- Re- Ryan Reynolds as a uh, talking Pikachu. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch any of the trailers. No. But uh, it seems... I did, I, the only trailer I watched is the one where they redub uh, all of Pikachu's scenes yeah. with, uh, with lines from Frank in, okay. from It's Always Sunny, like Danny DeVito's character in right. It's Always Sunny. Go look that up <laughs> if you haven't seen it because it's the best thing you've ever fucking seen. It's right. spectacular. It's fucking hilarious. It's like, yeah. Uh, I want you to punch D in the middle. It's just, I just want, I, I wish we got that version. I hope someone recuts the entire fucking film. Uh, it's probably going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Um, yeah, I guess a lot of people seem to like those trailers. Uh, I yeah. guess I, I haven't watched them yet, but... Um, it seemed to be that people were pretty surprised by it or, you know, it didn't look terrible. Um, yeah. Somebody who's not like extremely invested in that world. Uh, I enjoyed the film. I thought it was fun. Um, it's definitely not terrible, which I think is something that's sort of connected with video game movies because there haven't really been... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> really a lot of good ones no, um, not good ones uh, no. most of them are pretty terrible but this one's not uh, it's not bad it, it's 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 a lot of fun um, so I feel like people that enjoy that world will get a lot out of it like there's definitely a lot of fan service going on in there um, and it was surprising like I'm generally pretty good at at uh, s- you know, these types of films I'm generally pretty good, at, pretty good at like understanding where the movie is going and picking you know bits and pieces that might come out that end up being true uh and there's stuff in this film that i just didn't see coming at all um so i I thought that was pretty pretty well done um but yeah i think uh i think people will uh get a kick out of it so if you into that sort of thing pokemon i'm sure people uh they're invested in that world will will love it because i've heard a lot of good things from people that are invested in it and it seems like they've all enjoyed it so yeah it's not like spectacular or anything but it's it's definitely um you know watch how many pokemon are there in the world or in the movie in the movie world i have no idea there's heaps they're everywhere 150 yeah like types i'm talking 151 i don't know but like have a fucking punt man uh, maybe would you say it's like what generation of pokemon is it drawing on uh the original the classics so just the the first hundred and fifty, I think, because there weren't many in there, and I was like, I don't recognize what's going on here. It seemed like the original one hundred and fifty. Is there a little crocodile thing that looks like a pussy? Like you could really like if you're ever going to beat up a crocodile, this is the crocodile that you could beat the fuck out of. Um, no, no. Okay. What about a um, what about a frog thing uh, that like? you feel like could possibly steal everything you own. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I'm not that invested in it. But, but you like, what? You know, like, Oh, there was a frog thing that could probably steal everything. Look, I there own. was a Charmander. Right. <laughs> and a Squirtle and a Pikachu. All right. That's okay. The three, three main ones were there. Okay. Uh, no, I don't, what about I don't Bulbasaur? know. Maybe. Maybe Bulbasaur. I, Cause I haven't seen the trailer on me spoiling things to people. What is, how is it a spoiler that the fucking three starting Pokemon would be in the fucking Pokemon movie? 
I don't know, because maybe it's a surprise. Uh, what about legendary Pokemon? Are there any legendary Pokemon? I'm not Pokemon? talking about any more Pokemon in this film. Because oh someone's going to send me a video clip about this stupid alligator Pokemon, and they'll be like, it's in the movie, you idiot. And yeah, I'll look dumb. It's a crocodile. Anyone could beat up an alligator, Luke. <laughs> Sorry. You can't beat up a crocodile. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. So, anyway, there's your movie catch-up. Related to video games, two of them. Perfect. Yeah. I, um, I guess Endgame's related to uh, Fortnite, right? They did a, another spin-off thing. That is true. <laughs> um, but let's keep that uh, movie-watching experience going. <laughs> this one's even more tied to video games. Uh, God of War Rising Kratos. Kratos. Um, right, Rising Kratos. Rising Kratos is a oh. a documentary sort of looking, oh, well, uh, capturing in the five-year development of um, God of War, last year's runner-up game of the year for the cap. <laughs> um, true, true. Yeah, it basically followed... Have you watched it yet? No. No. Um, so it, Yeah, it's, it's excellent. Um, it, it's basically following the development of... Uh, Corey Barog sort of forming this team and um is his name Corey Balrog because I don't think it is what is it Barlog oh Barlog yeah (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking as the street fighter dude or the big fucking demon that Gandalf fights right Right, I don't know no what's that called don't he fights a Balrog does What's he? the Street Fighter guy, guy's name? Isn't his name Balrog? That seems weird. It's a better name. Why right? would they be named the same thing? I'm changing his name. To from Balrog? From from Balrog to Balrog. Who, Corey's or the Street Fighter guy? Uh, well, his name's already that, so we'll change Corey's. Isn't there just too many people called Balrog at this point? No, well, there's not enough. I feel like we should just change yours. No, my name is pretty original you know? it'd be weird to have a name that other people have i think i wouldn't be able to handle it <laughs> no like, it would be like existentially odd for me to wake up in the morning and find out someone else was called job mm. i don't know how you do it because everyone's called luke Most. there are fucking luke's every like on every fucking corner yeah there's probably a luke pokemon maybe that you won't talk about maybe yeah yeah um so, anyway, yeah, it's basically for the development of him starting this team, them um, building this brand new office and moving everybody into it while uh, working on, I guess, two games. Um, one team was working on a uh, unannounced game while Corey's team was working on or pre-production for God of War. And um, all of a sudden, uh, this second game that they'd spent, you know, a year and a half, two years working on was cancelled. And they all got moved into the God of War development team. So, you know, Corey's team has gone from 20 people to 200 people. Right. And they don't have the uh, the sort of production line to do anything with it because they're not ready to sort of drag all these people in there. Yeah, and that's kind of like where things start. And it's, you know, following this journey across um, the course of, you know, the next five years, them basically showing it to uh, no, I don't want to talk about things that happen but like there's moments in there where they're basically showing this game to people and people are like this is terrible like I we've made a mistake we've given you all this money and <laughs> we've what have we done <laughs> type stuff um yeah and yeah. then sort of turning that around and then showing it at 
the first time at E3 and surprising everybody. And then up until, you know, the game's release. And it's this, uh, it's this great two hour journey of, um, that's sort of wrapped up five years of, of development. You know, they're talking to, um, you know, a lot of the cast and, uh, that's on the game. Um, you know, Christopher Judge, um, you know, his basically, you know, reading this script and being like, I thought you guys said this was a video game, like type stuff. And this is, this is crazy. This is like some of the best stuff I've ever read. Um, and things like that. And so. he would know because he was on Stargate. <laughs> so he's yeah. read some good scripts before. Yeah. I mean, but there's great moments with him where he talks about, you know, being able to relate to this character and him not, him not being there for his kids. Um, Jeez. cause he was, you know, making Stargate for 10 years. Um, and you know, there's some emotional moments with him in there and then there's emotional moments with Corey that's in there. And, and, oh. uh, I, I guess some of that we've seen, like the, the stuff where he's gone through, uh, like the reviews and started reading reviews on, you know, live on stream and things like that. Like that stuff is in, is in a documentary. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really good, interesting, unique look at into video games. We don't usually get this sort of, you know, depth into the production of video games especially one that was like you know five years in the making this this documentary basically um and there's obviously things in there that don't show the game in good light but at the same time um i think it could go a little bit deeper into that like it does sort of paint the the game as extremely positive um whereas obviously there was a lot of troubled production in there and they, it would have been interesting they went like a little bit deeper into that sort of stuff but yeah. I'm guessing Sony doesn't really want to dive into that um, you know because there's moments in there where like the lead art director just leaves during production and Corey's like I think we're fucked like I don't know what to do anymore <laughs> um, so there's really good moments throughout the entire thing I think it's definitely worth watching especially if you enjoyed um, God of War as much as much as I did Oh. Um, how do I watch it? You can go to YouTube. It's on. It's on the, um, the YouTube's. On the YouTube's. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. probably under the uh, Sony Santa Monica YouTube page or the PlayStation page. Like they've been pimping it out pretty extensively the last couple oh. of days. Um, it goes through. I think it's about two hours, and uh, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I basically sat down on Friday night had pizza and a couple of drinks and just sat there and watched it so damn i could i could uh could use knowing about this on friday because i sat down on friday night and watched a documentary about robert johnson <laughs> the father the grandfather of blues instead because hmm. i was like what the fuck am i gonna watch i've got nothing to watch i think it was friday it was literally like seven o'clock at night eight o'clock at night they released it <laughs> <laughs> fuck damn it I was like alright well, yeah my night's set god it's damn sweet. it that is literally when I was having dinner yeah fuck fuck I was yeah straight up just sitting there like I want to watch a documentary uh look for sports documentaries as I always do hmm. uh cause sports documentaries are generally the best couldn't find one that I hadn't seen already on Netflix uh so I'm like uh what's this one it was actually a good documentary if you care to watch another documentary. Yep. Uh, but yeah, could have, could have used knowing about this one. That, that one was called, I think it was like the, the devil at the crossroads or something like that. Right. Basically this dude basically essentially invented like what we now recognize as jazz 
uh, and he, he was also the genesis of the myth of the guitar player who goes to the crossroads and trades his soul for spectacular guitar playing skills. Yep. Um, so it's, yeah, it's pretty good. But um, yeah, no, I'll have to. Ch- I'll check it out. Yeah, um, I'd love to be able to download it because I've got a six-hour-long flight tomorrow. So uh, if I can fucking work out something like that, that'll be even. I think better. you can. Um, yeah, you can definitely download that stuff. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, God of War: Raising Kratos. It's called. Check it out. Oh, uh, here, here's a question: If God of War had flopped, mm. do you reckon we'd be seeing this documentary? No. No. Not in a Hearts of Darkness type of way, you know. Hearts of Darkness uh, is the is the documentary of uh, like the making of I think it was Apocalypse Now, mm. right? And obviously Apocalypse Now didn't flop, but uh, it had a super troubled yeah uh, production, and uh, you know it could have flopped. Or the the man who killed Don Quixote. There's the what is it? Uh, uh, Looking for the mantra or whatever the documentary is on that one, you know, right. like I think some of the most interesting documentaries come out of the flops, yeah, uh, or the failures because um, you get to see the you know how everything went wrong. I guess, yeah. I don't know, man. Like it seems like they had a lot of failure points. There, sure. there were a lot of points where everything could have gone wrong. But does Sony want that out there? Like, I guess it depends on who's produced this I documentary, so. right? I'm not 100% sure. I haven't really looked into it. Um, but I do know that Sony was pimping this out pretty hard. So, you know, if they had a failed project, like, are we going to see a Days Gone documentary? <laughs> I guess we'll wait and see. I uh, Days Gone didn't fail, but it didn't. It didn't light you know, the world on fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... But nonetheless, yeah, cool. it's it's interesting to see that sort of stuff because we don't usually get a good insight into it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yep. All right, moving on. We got uh, Sea of Thieves is here. Did we leave that on there for a reason? or No, I think we just left it on there by accident. Yeah, I don't think I've played much more. I've just been busy with um, Rage 2. So. I was all geared up to play some Sea of Thieves. Uh-huh. and PUBG I downloaded PUBG well I didn't download it I updated it because I was like nice. we're playing PUBG this weekend Joe yep. and you didn't play because we got <laughs> Rage 2 and yeah. I played that all weekend but um, the other game I played all weekend was Mordhau, uh which I believe you bought right at the end of last week's episode my conclusion was I don't think it's necessarily worth a purchase right now it's a bit too expensive uh, I've played a fuck ton more of it I still really enjoy it i still don't know if it's worth the value proposition necessarily just Mm. because of how expensive it is compared to other games of similar value sure Uh, but it is quite unique in its value uh in in what it brings to the table uh i think i was complaining last week about the propensity for cheese bags to grab a rapier and a shield Mm. and uh they haven't done anything about that at this stage but i have noticed that a lot of people tend to not go for that wombo combo um i think i think it reduces the game to something that isn't necessarily fun so if you enjoy i guess winning cheap Mm. like getting cheap wins in duels then you can still put it together but uh yeah the other thing is if you've got a heavy enough weapon you can actually bash through the fucking shield pretty fucking quick uh, to the point that then they're just standing there with a rapier getting their fucking shit 
slammed on uh, against your giant fucking claymore or your spiky mace uh and then yeah you can finish him off um it's got a couple like yeah i don't know if i talked about jewels very much last week uh but jewels are still my favorite way to play uh just because front lines feels too much like you can't actually sway the like you can't do enough to really change the course of a battle in front lines you've played it right mm-hmm. so front lines the 32 versus 32 battlefield style mode yeah um yeah i just don't think as solo player you can do enough to actually change the outcome of a fucking battle right like you can play the objective but if you're on your own you will find yourself on the objective quite often alone and even if like i win a lot of 2v1s i've won a couple of sorry couple of couple of 3v1s like i'm you know Big ups to Jobo, but um, yeah, I'm actually quite good at this fucking game, and it's literally just a, a case of like positioning, right? I've I only use the one sword, the uh, the arming sword, and I know exactly what range it is. So I've gotten very good at taking a step back on their swing and then swing while stepping forward, which allows me like they don't have the time to get their sword up to block it and then i can finish them off so i can actually finish off a lot of people in just a couple of swings and more often than not they have to uh sacrifice some sort of armor to take the sorts of shit that they like they always love to take which is invariably like they'll wind up in medium armor because they're trying to take the executioner's sword or the halberd hmm. or something like that. And so me in full heavy armor with just a, a single handed sword, I can do a lot of damage that they can't really do much to mitigate because by default, I'm like, you know, it, it doesn't mitigate damage. Medium armor doesn't mitigate damage as well as heavy armor, uh, which sort of balances things out, right? The, it balances they've got a pretty good balancing system for the equipment anyway long story short all it means is that i can generally take down a motherfucker in one or uh, sorry two or three hits and then move then like at the same time if they're not properly circling around me uh to like surround me and, and attack me from behind then i can actually block multiple swings at the same time especially if they're all swinging at the same time and people tend to um yeah so like i can take on I would say up to three people, right? Like max three people. I probably won't win. I I win like forty percent of the time against three. I win eighty percent of the time against two. I would say in front lines, a hundred percent of the time against one. Uh, but it doesn't matter, right? Because you it's never one on one on the point. And by the time you've actually done anything to, to change the, the course of the battle, which is cap or decap, right? the enemy are fucking there, right? They're on top of you. It's not one-on-one. It's not one-on-three. It's fucking one-on-like-eight or nine, right? Like, they might not be playing the objective, you know, on a moment-to-moment basis, but they are absolutely able to play the objective when they get the fucking call to uh, call to action to go fucking defend the point that they're failing to defend, you know? Like, they will just wind up going back, to stop the decap or cap in general, right? Like, and, and then you just get fucked on. So, yeah, I still feel like front lines, you can't really sway the battle. Like, when you've got three people, mm. I was playing with Nate and Drew, 
and there was three of us and we were actually really able to change the course of the battle as a, as a three stack right and that's against like it's a, it was a full fucking server it was 64 players like 32 versus 32 there were ostensibly 32 other players on the other team that should have been able to do something about us we were outnumbered 10 to 1 right but it didn't fucking matter because at the end of the day you can actually do a lot if you maximize your positioning i'm just i'm mostly thinking about there's the the castle uh level there's yeah. a castle level uh, and you got to take over some stables and like by and large drew nathan and i were able to take those stables back whenever we lost them uh just just by managing our positioning and forcing the enemy into a couple of choke points that just made it very easy like you know the the 300 spuns right the 300 spuns didn't win because the spuns are so tenacious and so great and blah 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 blah. they won because you could only fit five motherfuckers on that path right and so the 300 people Mm. uh it it didn't matter if you had an army of fucking thousands if the 300 people could stand there with their fucking shields and spears constantly then yeah and you can break those lines then you were never getting through right like Mm -hmm. and obviously they inevitably did lose as well but like that's the thing, right? With three people, you can do a lot of work. With one person, you, you, it doesn't matter if you've got the trait point. You're still not going to be able to hold for long enough. You're not going to be able to change the fucking course of the battle. Uh, so that's why I like duels a lot. That's why I play a lot of duels. Because I'm the captain of my fate. Mm. I uh, I win or lose. I, don't, I think I win about 50% of my duels. Um, because it's completely different, right? Like, the, there's no urgency uh there's an urgency in battles in in front lines that i think forces players uh to make rash decisions even if they shouldn't like they should be able to win the one-on-one because technically i'm in their territory i'm in their back line so they should have all the time in the world right but uh they still rush themselves and you can capitalize on their mistakes really quickly in jewels there's no urgency there's no reason for them to make time-based mistakes so instead uh yeah i i think i I win half of them because people are just able it's a full-blown mental game right like and sometimes i just get outplayed um i think it's fucking sick i love to get i love getting outplayed because i learn so much every time i do like i learn so much about how i could be playing better how i could be doing things better like fainting more or fainting at the right time, mm-hmm. uh, how to use the feints, uh, the ranges on weapons that I otherwise never fucking see, all that kind of shit. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. And then you take that skill into the battle royale mode because there's a battle royale mode uh, and you can play fucking swordy battle royale, swordy PUBG. Yep. Uh, it's solos only. And so they drop you in on a horse or something? Like, how does it... Sadly, you don't <laughs> drop in. Uh, you just spawn somewhere at random. Uh, so you don't get to choose where you're going to spawn, which is a little bit of a pain. Um, but, yeah, you just you find chests, you open chests, you loot the chests, and you go with whatever you fucking got. And uh, it's good. Like, it's, it's RNG heavy, right? It's mm. lopsided towards players who find armor early because the... If you don't find armor early, any mistake you make will take you down super low, right? You'll you'll cop you're basically naked. It's not like 
in front lines and in jewels, you never find anyone who's naked. Uh, but a lot of fucking, a lot of weapons are one hits right. to a naked person. Um, and that makes it super difficult, right? Like it makes it super difficult to come back from because you also need to like, even if you get the kill, hmm. uh, you get, I believe you get a, a heal, right? I think you heal half your health back right. if you get the kill. Yeah. Um, as a sort of Incentive, evening thing. Yeah. But if it takes you down to like fucking 10, 10 health left, you're only back up to 60. Yeah. Like you still need a fuck ton of health. And yeah, you still don't have armor. You are literally a one hit to everything except for, I think, like arrows to the leg. Um, yeah, like you're in such a fucking tricky position from there on out. But if you find armor early, you are fucking golden. You can run around. Like I, I have, like, killed motherfuckers with like a pitchfork or and a shovel and i took those fights with full confidence because i could see they were naked and i had fucking armor on and i'm like yeah you'll probably get a couple of hits on me because this fucking weapon's dumb but i only need to hit you twice and it's done right like i just need two hits and yeah that's about it right like that's that's the problem with the bi is that it's yeah heavily lopsided to looting armor early uh end game is all it's all people with heavy armor there's no reason to not go heavy armor the speed uh reduction that you get from medium to heavy is not significant enough to make any fucking difference uh because it doesn't affect your swing speed or anything like that it's just right just movement so yeah you may as well just fucking rock the heaviest armor you can most damage mitigation and then just fucking wait into the, the last battle I've only won one. Uh, I've gotten second and third a fucking ton of times. And like, you just. I thought you were good at one on one battles. I am good at one on one battles. (laughs) Second or third is inevitably because I get fucking third partied. uh, And that's that's why. Like, the one I won, uh, I chopped a dude. I should have gone third partied. I I could see it coming. I actually put it up on Twitter. You can watch a, a video of it. But I chopped this dude. And the other dude is coming in behind me and I 1000% was going to get third party. But this dude decided he'd had enough of life and jumped off and off a cliff and died. And so I got to one-on-one the last guy and I won that one-on-one. Uh, sure. um, but yeah, most of the time I get third party. And most of the time, for whatever reason, they gang up on me. Um, or I just go into him, present myself as an opportunity, <clears throat> whatever it is. Um, it just, yeah, that's, that's basically Battle Royale in Mordown. You just, you're going to get third party. It's so critical to try to third party people. Sure. Um, because you don't want to wind up, unless you are literally the second last person alive, you don't want to wind up in a protracted fucking battle in this lengthy fucking thing. Cause you, it just increases the chances that you are going to get third party. But yeah. Anyway, you've played it. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I haven't played a lot. We basically did a one session the other night. Uh, yeah. I've, I was had like two bottles of wine. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I need to play more with it. Like, I was playing just with the default characters that you've oh, given. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of balancing that needs to be done in the game. Um, we were coming up against a lot of people running Bloodlust, which is the, the, like, when you kill someone, it gives you back all your health. Yep. And at that stage, couldn't figure out how to change that stuff. Like, wasn't sure how to change the perks and whatnot. Yeah, the tutorial doesn't really yeah. explain that very well. Um, 
because like we jump, I jump into fights and kill somebody, and then um, get yeah third partied by some dude that had already been hit a bunch of times. But it turns out they're running this bloodlust thing, and I didn't know what it was, but it just seemed like everybody was running it. So that yep. seems pretty probably broken if everybody's running it at the moment. Um, so I'll probably think they'll change that at some stage. Um, it, it just refills your health right the entire way. Is that what it does? Yeah, it should do like the battle royale thing. It should just give you fifty percent, yeah. yeah, or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, and just stuff like I was doing a lot of the uh, ranger guy with the archers. Um, I like playing oh, yeah. him, um, yeah. just doing a shitload of damage on people. Yeah, um, I tried like different characters. The the I don't even remember his name, but he's got a trap. He's useless at the moment. That needs to be buffed. Um, no, he's pretty good. Th- you're, you're playing him wrong. No, I think what needs to change is the your team needs to know where the traps are, like an outline or something. Because that would be good. Yeah, that's like it, it's uh, like I yeah I played it like I'm gonna stand over here in this corner and put the trap down at this door or whatever. Yeah, and like bait people into it, but you can't put it in useful spots that are sort of like choke points because your team just runs over them all the time. Um, yeah. Whereas if there's if it was highlighted or something to be like hey this is a friendly trap, don't stand on it, then yeah. at the end of the day, it's the, that person's fault if they stand on it. Whereas if you just see a trap, you don't know whose it is. It could be yours, it could be f- someone else's. Um, I think that needs to be, like, he needs a buff to make that trap more useful, at least for yeah. your team. He's not, like, you're not really supposed to play as any of the default classes. They're all flawed in pretty heavy-duty ways. Mm. The good thing about the scoundrel with the trap is that he's got the rapier, which makes it like makes him pretty fucking good as a new, like a newbie basher. Yeah, because the the stabbing is very difficult for him to do anything about, and the rapier is very quick on the stab, so you can kind of stab over and over quite quickly. And he's got the firebomb as well, which allows you to separate a little bit. Uh, because if, I don't know if you know this, but if someone's got their cursor on you. If someone on the enemy team has their cursor on you, they run faster. They chase you down. Yeah, um, we couldn't figure that out the other night, but since then, yeah. someone... Yeah, the tutorial it. doesn't explain much. Uh, but, yeah, putting a firebomb down between the two of you is a good way to stop them from sprinting over and murdering you mm. uh, while you're just trying to get some separation or slow things down a bit. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, uh, and there's like just weird things you can do with like I was playing the engineer and it would just run at people and make them chase me and then just like put a fucking wall in front of them instantly just block <laughs> them and like you could then box them in like they'd you'd get them into a corner and pull your fucking wall out and just put a like a wall in front of them and all That's of cool. a sudden they're just stuck in a corner it's like ah uh, so there's stuff like that that needs to be like there's definitely a lot of tweaking that needs to happen with that game. I mean, they still. can bash through it. They can bash through the wall. Yeah, but when I've got another dude next to me... It's tricky, yeah. Yeah, like, poking them, <laughs> which is what we were doing. We'd, we'd run around as a team, and I'd just, like, plop, plop it down in front of them. Or they'd come through, like, a doorway, and you'd just block the door, and they can't back up anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> just things like that. Um, I, uh, I was playing the Battle Royale thing, and trapped a dude in a house while the circle is coming in and the circle is insta-kill alright okay yeah uh, I think you've got like two seconds to get out of the circle and then you're straight dead um, so I trapped him in the house and uh, every time he'd run up to open the door I'd like kick it open and he'd get knocked back on his on his back mm-hmm. uh, and then I'd close the door again and then he'd run up and I, and I kicked him 
back into that. It was pretty fucking. It was disgusting. Shouldn't have, shouldn't have gone down like that. But yeah, it yeah. Uh, it was pretty funny. Um, have you have you seen any loot players? Yeah, I don't know what that does. Like I was playing as him and just running around playing loot. That's it. That's what it does. Yeah, it's dumb. It's hilarious. Have you seen my my tweet? It's um, pretty good. It's pretty good. No. I tweeted uh, me playing the loot because you can actually get a um, you get a fucking program. It's it's uh, sanctioned by the developers called Lootbot. All right. And so you can play any MIDI file mm. uh, while like as as a loot like on the loot in the game, and everyone else <laughs> hears it. Right. So I'm gonna look at this. around and chopping shit down. Uh, sorry, just like yeah, playing. Playing six songs. Actually, I was playing Despacito. This is the fucking nerdiest fucking idea I had. Um, you got to get the Power Rangers theme song. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, like I need to play more. I obviously jumped back in. Oh, sorry. After we finished that night, I I jumped into the main menu and started tinkering around with the um, yeah. creating your own characters and whatnot. But yeah. yeah, I just need to look at that a bit more. But since then, I haven't. Haven't played it, haven't touched it. I think that was work maybe Saturday night. I think we were doing that. Um, but yeah, seems interesting. Just uh, there's, I think there's still a lot of work that needs to be sort of put into it. Yeah. To sort of tighten up some of those mechanics. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good, but uh, yeah, like there could always, yeah, always be more stuff. Yeah. Mm. All right. All right. Rage 2. Rage 2. We got this last week. I think it was last week on uh, yep. PC. Um, mm. Thanks to Bethesda. Uh, you were a uh, not a fan of the original Rage. I believe you were the lowest rated on Metacritic at the moment, or at least one of the lowest. I definitely... Maybe tied? Um, yeah, definitely one of. Uh, don't know if I'm still the lowest. Everyone loves to jump in later on and, and share their much later opinions but I was definitely early on in the old uh, Rage review I was always very close to embargo on that shit and yes uh, oh yeah I'm still lost 45 yeah. uh, the threadbare story is filled with pointless motivations poorly realised characters and bad dialogue so cross out wanting to know what happens at the end the way the game challenges you by simply sending more of the same at you and hoping you run out of ammo Oh, is buying. Uh, that makes a lot more sense. I'm like, that doesn't sense. That sense doesn't make any sense. Uh, it doesn't have a story. It doesn't have gameplay. So why would you keep playing? That's pretty fucking harsh. Um, it's <laughs> yeah. fair. Yep. Harsh but fair. Uh, yeah, I wasn't a fan of Rage 1. Um, I was extremely pissed off with the terrible fucking ending. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the lame fucking story. Mm. And the bad gameplay and everything about it yeah yeah um well in saying that they've fixed a lot yeah but they haven't i mean i think the game still has rage 2 still has a terrible story um like i just do not like to start off with the story is not long there's not really a lot there it's an open world game um in the same sort of formula as the just cause games it's made by the same studio avalanche who have done recently this whole like hey here this here's this open world we'll give you some sort of branching off storylines and each time you complete one of those 
um, it'll progress that storyline and then eventually you get to like the end of that particular hub and then you've got to sort of do that three times and that'll allow you to the big bad boss missions um, so they really follow that same sort of formula in this one where there's three storylines that you go down once you complete all of those and that allows you to go to the you know the end game and uh and those particular missions are not really um you know they're not they're not long at all i think i'd i'd estimate that it's probably about an, a six to eight hour main mission or main story and then the stuff that sort of fills out the game is all the side content um because yeah, you finished it by now as well would you agree it's about six to eight hours Oh, uh, I reckon you can knock it out in, yeah, about that long. Uh, like, I, I don't, it, yeah. I apparently took 15 hours. Um, yeah, I took about 14 was, and 15. I was doing a lot of side shit just for the sake of hunting stuff down and yeah. experiencing the world and trying to get a good idea of stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I was honestly shocked at how short the story missions were at the end of the day um six to eight hours and i'd say at least 20 percent of it would be travel at least like just travel to and from objectives yeah um yeah like six six to eight hours and you're not doing anything particularly engaging for a chunk of it um which is why you want the side content why you want to be able to like want 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 to find yourself lost in yeah. all these other things that are going on in the world, and there aren't actually that many other things going on in the world. Well, there is. There's a lot of it. It's just repetitive. Yeah, it's just there's, a lot of the same. There's a, there's you know a stack of things in this world, but it's like you know bandit dens and there's um, convoys going around and meteors and arcs and um, yeah. these uh, erasers and whatnot. Like there's really not a variety of different things you do, but there's just a lot of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. It's, it's weird. Like, I, I think the arcs are really cool and I loved finding them. I loved hunting them down. I felt that they were, they also felt quite rewarding to like, you got something cool out of each one. So I think they did a really good job with the arcs. Yeah. So the arcs, um, you get like superpowers, basically. Basically. Yeah, you you unlock these superpowers as you go around them, and uh, like everything from fucking force push to like a jumping slam. Um, what was the one I used the most? The fucking gravity well. Uh, like, yeah, you you wind up like with some fucking sick, and also all the other weapons. Although I never used anything beyond the shotgun and the assault rifle at the end of the day. Yeah, um, yeah it's just uh, like they do a. A really good job of incentivizing you to hunt them down because of how cool all these extra things are. The fucking like some don't even feel necessarily that cool, but they're like life saving. The defibrillator, yeah, whatever. it's like, like a second life. <laughs> it's just a yeah, second chance at life. Um, when you go down, you so you can get back, straight back up again and stuff. Um, it's it's good, right? It's it's done really well in that sense, uh, and. The hunting those arcs is done really well as well because what you do is you hold down the control button and it shines these beacons in the sky and you can like head towards those beacons. Yeah. But you still need like that's actual active explore exploration. It's not like you look on the map and here's the arc. You have to like you can 
buy that information, but I can't imagine why the fuck you would. Mm. Uh, they're so obviously like present on the map at all times and you can go anywhere you want at any time. Like it's, it's not one of those games where you're restricted, uh, where you, you can like, can't go to this area until late game or whatever the fuck. There is a, an element of that in the level 10 stuff. The, like, it's got like a, a leveling, a difficulty, difficulty level. Yeah. yeah. I ignored it. Yeah, you at really all times, it. it never fucking mattered. Yeah. Um, except maybe those pylon things, the mm. level ten pylon thing, was a mad pain in the dick. It just took so many fucking bullets, and I ran out of fucking bullets. So I just had to like <laughs> fucking. I ran out of assault rifle bullets. So I used fucking four hundred and fifty on the fucking thing, and it was only down to fucking one third left. Mm. Like it's like thirty three percent health back, and I'm like. Aah. Use, uh, oh, I don't have any rockets. Uh, I don't have any BFG ammo. I guess I'll use my fucking, that fucking plasma cannon thing. Yeah. Which was terrible. Um, yeah, it was just a pain in the crotch. Um, that's the only time, yeah, level actually mattered. But there's an arc that's a level 10, the highest level in the game. Mm. Uh, and it's a pretty hairy fight, I thought. Uh, it was a good, like, actually felt like a really good challenge. Um, and yeah, that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah. Ultimately, what you're doing out in the world is ignorable, except for those arcs, in my opinion, right? Like, you, you don't really need to do any of that shit. Yeah, I mean... Uh, except you, to have something to do. Yeah, so they... You've got different types of skills um, that you can kind of get along your way getting using, using these arcs and whatnot, but also you're sort of getting this weird currency and modifiers that you can use to purchase upgrades so you'll go get this ability but then you can also modify it um, yeah. like level it up and i think that's yeah. sort of where the incentive comes from to doing these extra side content because when you complete it that's when you level up and eventually it's like all right you've got three more points you can put into you know to level this thing up so you know your defib skill you can be like all right well now when i resurrect myself rather than having 10 hit points i'm gonna have you know 50 percent of it back and so that's kind of where the incentive comes from. Because um, yeah. there's there's definitely like a lot of stuff in those skill trees. And I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I'll go for this tier. And they don't really lock it to... They do a pretty good job of being like, all right, if you want to get like use this skill, you just got to spend a little bit of money and you can get to that part. Like you don't necessarily have to be like, um, you know, buy points in all of this, this entire row and then go to the second tier. And then, yeah. you know, they're pretty lenient on that sort of stuff in terms of what you want. So yeah, you can sort of just pick and choose the really good shit with the fucking force push. There's a there's a good one where you can like charge up a second one straight away. Yeah, uh, which allows you to and and you can also modify how far away you can walk to someone to do it. Mm. So normally you'll just do it and it'll sort of like, eh. but uh, if you get close enough, you'll cover the last five meters. But you can augment it to do like fifteen meters. Yeah. And suddenly you just fucking, you'll like press control, which is your dash forward, uh, dash forward into range, force push up, fucking bang, force push up to the next dude, bang, and then fucking gravity well on the ground and they all float up in the air. And then when they fall to the ground again, they're dead. Hmm. And you feel like a fucking, you feel like a fucking superhero. It's, sh- it's shit hot. It's yeah. awesome. Um, it's some really good shit. Um, yeah, they do a really good job with that kind of stuff. Uh, the, 
the what are they called like projects yep some of those projects i feel they didn't do as good a job with because some of them feel hyper essential yeah in my opinion i mean right? there's like, there's the 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 resources ones that i feel like pretty necessary like the give yourself an indicator on the screen like how close you are to certain stuff i feel like that's that's uh definitely gonna save you a lot of time <laughs> i feel like you shouldn't have had to fucking buy them yeah because they work really hard to hide those fucking chests. Yeah. And having to spend like two points or whatever the fuck it was just to be able to find those fucking things is yeah. a bit of a dick move. And also um, when you get ones- that indicator, like I've spent a lot of time still <laughs> looking for some of these. I'm like... Right? Like, like even with the them. indicator, you're still like, I got no fucking idea. Right? Like, so there's no way you're finding it without the indicator. The other one is uh, the... You magnetize those felrite minerals yeah. that enemies drop when they die. You can magnetize those from further away. Yeah. Um, that feels like it should be on by default because it really changes the way you play. The, it really changes the way the combat plays. It changes it from something that you sort of play quite passively mm. uh, where you pick and choose your, your moments to the typical the what we now associate with id software as the id software brand of shooter which is that fucking run and push gun forward style that fucking push in yeah. rip and tear type thing and being able to hoover up any nearby fell without having to fucking run over it mm. is such a critical element in that because it allows you to heal on the go uh and like actually regain a lot of health which means you don't have to worry so much about getting low on health yeah uh and it doesn't like people shooting you doesn't really matter and i think it's an important aspect to the game because you don't have armor in the traditional you don't have shields that are depleted and then you lose health uh, you literally just have your health. So that's your only... You've only got that one bar. Mm. And so going up against tough enemies and getting shredded is actually quite scary um, if if you're not able to regain that health some, some way. Uh, and yeah, so I feel like that one they should have included by default. There's a... Like, it feels like... It feels like they did a bunch of stuff just to try to slow you down. There's a lot in Rage 2 that feels like it's just there to try to slow you down mm-hmm. uh, lest you finish the game way too quick, right? Uh, that like The way it handles that sort of um, leveling up is it, it feels like it's stalling tactics. Like there's, yeah, there's just a ton of stalling tactics. It's the fucking mission design, man. Like the first, first mission you do for Kavasia is sends you to literally the diagonal opposite side of the fucking map. Hmm. It sends you seven and a half thousand meters away on the diagonal opposite side of the fucking map. It is such a horseshit fucking move from the game. Um, Because, yeah, you can fast travel. You you can only fast travel about halfway Mm -hmm. uh, at best, and you still have to drive the rest of the way. Uh, Every single time they call you in, is something that they could have just fucking sent sent you like it could have been a fucking voicemail. It could have been just a fucking. Yeah, they could have email, phoned you up on the phone. Right? Yeah, <laughs> there, there's literally I put a fucking clip up of it, and there's literally one where she calls you in over the phone, an audio only fucking like medium to play a fucking tape. 
that leads to some coordinates, mm. right? You could have played the tape on the fucking phone, lady. And when you get there, she's like, <laughs> she gives you a lip. Make it quick. <laughs> yeah. You're like, she bitch, you me in. What the fuck is this shit? Yeah. I just stood in that fucking elevator for 45 seconds. Don't you talk to me like this. I am here helping you. Um, and then the worst thing, the, the reason this one got me so much is because I was fucking 500 meters. I was actually exploring the fucking wilds when she asked me to come in for this shit, mm. right? And I was actually about 500 meters away where, from where she asked me to. So I, te- I fucking fast traveled back to her only to then have to fucking travel back to where I was. If she just fucking called and be like, yeah, you're going to go to Twin Falls. I'll be like, oh, fuck, I'm already here. That's convenient. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Not none of that shit. She's like, fucking, you're going to need you to come in. We need to have a face-to-face. Really need you to sit down. And you're like, fuck, I'm fired. Oh, shit. Nobody ever calls you in face-to-face unless you're fucking fired. Right? And you get there, and she's like, yeah. Maybe you should go to Twin Falls. Oh, no. First of all, she's like, well, it's about time. I'm busy. I'm busy, let's go. What did you call this meeting for? And you're like, I didn't call this meeting. Am I fucking fired or what, lady? And she's like, you should go to Twin Falls. You're like, oh, you goddamn bitch. Ugh. Anyway, and then you go on back to Twin Falls. Yeah. Good times. Fucking do the mission. I don't mind the part where you have to take the MacGuffin. Like, you go to the place, you grab the MacGuffin, and then you return. I don't mind returning, right? Like, fetch quests are pretty... Like, it's a time-honored tradition. But, yeah, the part where you piss me about... Like, you fuck me about and drag me all the way fucking over. Ugh. That's that's some shit. That is some shit. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I like. I'm not. uh, I don't. I don't like the driving. I think during the preview, it's definitely been improved since we've seen it. Um, it was. I felt pretty floaty the last time we played it. Um, like bouncing off a lot of um, uh, walls and like trying to just go over hills and whatnot. Your your car just felt like pretty weightlessness, and you sort of bounce off areas. That seems to have changed quite. Uh, quite a bit but i still don't like the driving um they do some interesting things with like the the battles the convoy battles where there's these giant convoys that drive around and they've got um like other vehicles protecting it and you kind of gotta blow up the vehicles and then shoot the weak points on the the convoys i mean the first time you do that it's like oh, okay that's cool but then it's just like that was such a slow oh anymore. that was i did to them yeah i did to them and that was it i'm like no i'm done yeah I don't anymore. Um, I did one of them in the tank you get. Yeah. And there must... I don't know if... Like, I don't know what it was. There's some sort of fucking weird reverse catch-up logic. But I was 250 meters behind this fucking truck. Hmm. Like, after I, I blew up all the shit attached to it, and suddenly it just, like, sort of scooted out away from me, and it managed to maintain a distance of 260 meters away from me for, I would say like five minutes. (laughs) And I was just like having to like shoot whenever I could, but it was never like, it's all winding roads. It was going through the fucking North part of the map Mm. and it's all these fucking snaking bends. And so I was like having to fucking like, yeah, okay. I know, I know I've already done this loop. So I know there's about a a snake up ahead that I can fucking, I'll just punt through the trees. Yeah. And catch it when it comes around the fucking corner. 
that's how I wound up killing it was like literally shooting blind through some trees and predicting where it was going to be like shooting way ahead of where it was to hit it through some fucking trees and shit and exploding it and I got 15 fucking vehicle parts absolutely pointless um yeah I'm like I'm not doing that again never again Mm. never again um yeah that that sucked um hey interesting point uh there's some sort of multiplayer shit did you break this uh no i couldn't figure it out i um so we were playing the other night well i was playing the night and Job was playing at the same time and then all of a sudden your name popped up on my game like in the world your tag um and then i messaged him was like hey are you like your name's popped up in my world i don't understand what's going on and uh and then like a couple minutes later it did it again and i'm like are you at this area like are you around here somewhere like yeah i'm i'm like standing right here and then yeah. we fucked around for about another hour and a half trying to figure out what was going on and we couldn't get a replicate. Um, I think eventually you're, you saw your, in, in your I world, saw your name. Yeah, yeah. my name popped up. And then later on, I was playing uh, at night and I knew you weren't online because it was quite late. It was after midnight. And um, yeah, so your name popped up twice again, but you weren't online. So I, I was like, is it doing <coughs> it like places where you died or something? Like, I don't really understand what was going on. I jumped on, but you didn't die, right? You only died once and on purpose. Yeah, right? I did on purpose to see if we could figure out what was going on. Um, and I saw your name up at like Twin Falls. Yeah, did you die there? Uh I don't think so. No, way out to the northwest. No, I only like, only died like I think three or four times while we were testing it. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, I jumped on today and I couldn't. I, I played for a little bit to try and see if I could find your name again, and I couldn't do it. I, I looked around and I couldn't find anyone talking about it, so I don't actually know. Have you found something? Nope, nothing. I reckon you should fucking just have a fucking... Like, either the gap is going to fucking reveal this for the entire world, right? Yeah. Uh, or you should just chuck something up on somewhere. Uh, I think it's some sort of fucking passive multiplayer, like Ghosts in Dark Souls. It's got to yeah. be something like that. Yeah, so there's that statistics page that says um, Friends Avenged. There's yeah. a counter and mine's on zero, yours is on zero. Yeah. Um, the only difference that I have noticed is that I went into the friends list today and there were people playing that had a green circle next to their name now. It was it right. was red before. Um so I, I yeah, I don't know what that mode is or what it's doing. We know there's some sort of social multiplayer thing going, and I thought it was gonna be like um maybe there's uh there's obviously the races and the yeah. and the uh, like arena based um, fighting sections where you get points. Mm. I don't know. There's like some sort of friends leaderboard there, but this is different. This is like why is people's names popping up in my world? That part I yeah. don't get yet. Yeah, uh, it's it's weird. I don't know what it is, and yeah, I haven't seen anyone mention it. Yeah, I, I looked around today; I couldn't find any mention of it either. So after this podcast, if you're not going to say anything, I'm going to say something on Twitter. <laughs> I'll talk to people. Yeah, else what's going on. All right. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, but anyway. yeah, so saying that, I, I don't like the right driving. I think it um, driving's awful. It's not great. Um, the you, you mentioned can get an Icarus. Yeah, you mentioned the Icarus, which is a. There's a bunch of different um, vehicles you can get in the game. The standard one is the one you can upgrade. Um, yep. you know, you put different health on it, different types of ammo, uh, weapons on it. I just use default guns cause you have to go buy the ammo for the other, yeah. all the other guns. And I just felt like, you know, as someone who wasn't doing the convoy missions anyway, 
felt like they were useless. Um, but then, you, yeah, you mentioned the Icarus, which is a flying, like, hovercraft um, vehicle, and uh, it's extremely quick to get around the map with. You can just you can just line a side shit. You just, like, as the crow flies, everything. Mm. Uh, it doesn't... It handles actually pretty good, surprisingly, considering every other vehicle in the game handles like shit. And, um, yeah, you sort of fucking beeline straight for where the fuck you want to go it's fucking sick it's the best fucking thing you can unlock in the entire game um apart from the chest finder and yeah it's good yeah it's good stuff yeah do it um what else is there the the um, i mean the combat's amazing uh it's the best part of the game they've for them to come out with this being their first action shooter it's pretty Mm. impressive they've obviously had the help from mid Mm. Um, but it feels amazing like when you start getting these different abilities these superhero abilities and then chaining things together um it becomes extremely fast you uh you've got an overdrive ability where once you start um collecting the uh what is it felt felt night felt right Fel, fell right yeah, felt yeah right. it's these, these blue canisters um and uh you, you start getting building up combos and eventually you feel this meter you go into overdrive and it allows you to do more damage. Um, but then you can start doing things like, all right, once you collect these uh, felt, felt right, felt right, whatever it is, I probably should have looked it up, but you can make that ability last longer. And so all of a sudden, this ability that lasts, you know, 10, 15 seconds is now lasting you a minute because you're just yeah. running around destroying everybody. And it changes the way the guns work. Like every single gun all of a sudden changes the, the minute you enter this mode. Um, yeah. And outside of that mode, every gun's sort of got like an alternate fire mode. Um, and then you can upgrade all the weapons to make them do different functionalities. Uh, so there's like a lot of different types of like um, customization in terms of how you want to approach the game and uh, and that sort of stuff. Like there's cool weapons there. I feel like all most of the weapons are pretty good. It's just that the two that I'm using that do the most amount of damage, I'm like, I'm happy with these two. They seem to do pretty well. Like, I like the idea of that that uh, pistol that sets people on fire. So, like, mm. I sometimes will just fucking pull out a pistol and be like, all right, I'll just run around and use this for a little while. Um, yeah. Because that's, that's fun. But, yeah, the the shooting's the best part about the game. The rest of it is pretty, pretty ordinary. Um, there's just not a lot of variety that's sort of going right. on in there. I don't care about the story or the missions. Uh, very interesting. Um, like, the world is very sort of dead. There's not really much going... Like, it's a wasteland, but at the same time, there's just not much out there. It's a lot of buildings and just places for you to run. Like, if this was an open world game where I'd run, run around and it was smaller, then maybe I'd be more interested in going to places and exploring. But otherwise, because the driving's just not that great, I'd fast travel as much as I can <laughs> to sort of get around. Um, so, yeah. Uh, when the game ended, I was pretty surprised. I was shocked, would be a word to put to put in there. It, uh, yeah. it ended and I was like, wait, is this is it joking? Um, Didn't I literally send those words to you? Were you? I believe so. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, 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 uh. Lol, is that ending for real? Not as bad as the other one, but far out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ending's not great. No. Um, but yeah, yeah man. I just... I, like, it's a... 
it's not a fully priced um, game at the moment. It's going cheaper than most titles. I think it's cheaper than things like Days Gone at the moment. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a f- between a fifty nine and sixty around sixty dollar mark. It's ninety nine, ninety five no, on Steam. Yeah, no, not on Steam. That's a fucking full price game. Man. Yeah, no, Steam always prices theirs at EB prices. But that doesn't make it any like that's the recommended retail. Yeah, that's the recommended retail a- price. But if you go into like a fucking proper store and buy, you can get it from JB for less or Harvey Norman or whatnot. But that doesn't mean it's priced at less than a fucking full price game. They price price yeah. at full price. That's the recommended price EB price, level, and it is sold at cheaper than that. That doesn't mean like that. It's it's a full price game. But they man. price their stuff. Everything's a hundred bucks at EB. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't discount the fact that this is a full price game. Like that doesn't undo the like. That's the that's the sale price. Yeah, it's a full price game. No, I think you can get it cheaper. Like, no, I'm not saying you can't get it cheaper. You can absolutely get it cheaper. I'm saying that they are selling it. They are pricing it at full price. They are pricing they are, it at the price that's a that AAA AAA sells price. it because they're fucking. In that is a triple A game price. It is. It's a triple A game price. It's not it's not some cheapo version. It's what is it on the Bethesda the, store? I don't know. Who has that? Who fucking uses that? <laughs> I don't know. Do they have regional pricing on there? Maybe. I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't have the fucking yeah. intro. I'm not gonna find out. Um anyway, yeah, it's like it, it's it's a it's a fun game. I would call it a fun game. Um yeah. like the shooting's really good, just don't expect the like I think they've done a good job of marketing it. You know what you're kind of getting into when you get into rage. It's yeah. just a meathead shooter. I'll tell you what. If I if I couldn't stomach the idea of forty bucks for Mordhau, there's no fucking way I can stomach the idea of a hundred bucks for this game or sixty bucks for this game. Sixty bucks. I couldn't. No, it's not a sixty buck game. It's not. Hmm. It's not at all. Uh, there's so many problems with it. I had seven fucking seven. I counted them. I tallied them up. Seven crashed desktops with no fucking error warning. I constantly had frame drops. Constantly. Like, non-stop frame drops anytime I drove anywhere. The shooting, it was flawless, right? Like, every single time I was shooting anything, yeah, perfect, right? But as soon as there was fucking... As soon as I got in, in behind the fucking wheel, frame drops were all over the fucking place. It was like the driving model was taking up all of my fucking CPU. Yeah, you couldn't stream something. stuff in quick enough, maybe. In the world. Uh, maybe I don't know but like it was fucked there's shit tons of pop in I never noticed pop in but I couldn't not notice it in this uh, yeah like it is it feels rushed it feels super fucking rushed and there are all these things happening in it that make it feel even more rushed make them feel even like more blatant like the the clear stalling tactics that it has uh, through, you know, the things I already mentioned, the the mission design that drags you from one end of the fucking map to the other for no reason, but to, but to wear away at time. Mm-hmm. The repeated assets, the, like, you know, the multiple fucking fuel stations that are all identical, uh, the only difference being where the objectives are in the map, you know, on that little location and stuff like that, you know. How long does it take so you to find repeated. the one under the ground? Like you got to lift the. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> that one I thought was broken. 
<laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, no, there was one. There was one right where there was like a fucking. I I think I would have found a lot faster, but there was like a red light mm. basically shining at the pink switch. Yeah, and so you can tell that a switch is interactable because it's, it's got a pink light on it. Yeah. Right, but I couldn't see the fucking pink because there was a red light on it. So I was just like fucking running around looking for this fucking switch nonstop. But was yeah, that at the yeah. substation? Yeah, it was. Yeah, because yeah. that's the same one. I was oh, like, I don't know. Where, uh, oh, okay, here it is. Yeah, I, I don't know which one you're talking about. Drove me fucking nuts. Yeah, um, but the one in the gas station where you have to pull the valve yeah. and it's behind, yeah. like, it's in a little room and the, the fucking valve is facing, like, the room. So you can't actually see it unless you go in there and turn around. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> right around their face. It, it was some shit. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah like, yeah, there's so much. It. It feels like they got halfway through making Mad Max 2 and they pivoted when Warner Brothers and George, what's his face? The Warner Brothers, the Mad Max guy um, started having all their fucking, hey? Yeah. Yeah, started having their fucking tiff and they're like, well, we're not going to make a fucking Mad Max game. Uh, What about Rage 2? Like, that's what it feels like and then it feels like those were like, yeah, you can do it, but it has to be out in May of 2019. They're like, oh, no, 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 that's way too soon. And they're like, no, we can do it. Fuck it. Let's go. We'll just fucking plop, 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 done. Make them fucking travel from one side of the map to the other. Finito. Easy peasy. Yeah. Like, it. there's some shit going on here. I don't want to be the dude who hates rage as a game, but... Uh, this there's something fucky there's something well fucky about Rage 2 it's like something just fucking ringing the alarm bells about this game it's throwing me off well and true I'll tell you what I'm pretty surprised about the review scores um, Original Rage yeah. I think is an 80 an 81 on Metacritic 79 79 um, I think it's a better game than Rage but at the same time I don't agree with that original score so i thought it was going to do better in terms of score wise i was thinking personally uh i would have been around maybe a seven six point five probably a seven um right i yeah it's six six point five for me yeah i'd say maybe less i don't know i'd have to think like, about it yeah probably less i'd say less yeah yeah 100 less 5.5 um but it's not like it's been pretty mixed it's getting like at the moment it's on 73 it's less yeah which is surprising for me because it seems like people are enjoying it just the scores aren't sort of reflecting what the last game had there's no score as low as mine though for Rage 1 <laughs> I would score this higher than Rage 1 yeah if only because it's definitely better it's definitely better um, it delivers on the promise of Rage 1 better than Rage 1 ever did uh, and the story's bad, but it's still better than Rage 1's. Like, it's better in every measurable way, in my opinion, than Rage 1. But, yeah. Uh, One of the best missions in the game is a fucking pre-order bonus. Oh, yeah, that's super fucked. And, like, the BFG appears to be for pre-order only or whatever the fuck. Like, that's garbage. Hmm. That's not cool. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's just a lot. There's a lot to this that I think is kind of fucked. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I'll probably keep checking it out every once in a while. They, they're going to be doing some sort of 
They have a long tail on the release and stuff. Yeah. They, they, yeah. Like, they're pretty committed, so... Yeah, they, they've got... Um, they're going to have, like, weekly in-game events and whatnot, and maybe that is tied to the multiplayer stuff that we haven't figured out how, how that works yet, but... Could be. Yeah, Could be. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway, Rage yeah. 2, out now. Out now. Yep. Don't buy. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. All right, let's do some news. Let's do some news. We've got uh, uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Uh, we talked about... Okay, so we're going to do some news. Let's do it like that, hey? All right, we're going to do some news. And now nobody will know that I ever went to take a piss. <laughs> Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Talked about it last week. Uh, there's some leaks happening. Turns out that information yep. was spot on. Correct. 100% correct. Yep. All of it. Even the parts you didn't believe me on. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it is apparently a follow-up to Wildlands. Yeah, a direct sequel. But it doesn't look like a... It's very... seems very different. <laughs> it does, yes. Yeah. So they um, they released a, a CG trailer um, and revealed that it's sort of, um, I guess, loosely based off that, that DLC mission that appeared in Wildlands recently. Yep. The bad guy is the Punisher who's gone rogue. He was a ghost, but now he's not anymore. He's a bad yep. guy that controls drones and robots. An evil ghost. Yeah. The sword that needs to be busted. Yep. You know, when there's something strange. Yeah. I got it. In the neighborhood. I got it. Who would you call? Who might you call? Ghost Recon. Um, anyway. <laughs> All right. And um, then they released a gameplay trailer. Which took yep. me a little while to find. I don't know why this took a while to find. A lot of people were talking about this game, but didn't post the get post the gameplay trailer, like the gameplay thing. It took me fucking like Sweet. maybe ten websites before anyone actually had it listed. <laughs> uh, it's like they just forgot that there was a gameplay trailer, so that was really frustrating. Um, but they did release a, a decent chunk of it, and um, I just don't know what to make of it. Like. It starts off and it's like, it's hard to tell what is a game and sort of what is a cutscene. And if that part is a game, it doesn't seem very engaging, I guess. Um, sort of like it starts off with this character being chased down a hill and like getting shot at and then slowly healing himself behind a tree and then running away and then like meeting up with his team that's somewhere else. Like, that stuff is kind of weird for me to get my head around because it's supposed to be a four-player co-op game. Yeah. And it's like, what's, what's like, what's going on there exactly? Um, yeah, I just couldn't really figure that part out. And uh, and the, rev- the sort of previews that I read didn't really go into much detail in terms of that. But eventually you get to... You know, in this gameplay trailer stage where it, it opens up a bit more and they're sort of infiltrating this complex and uh, trying to get uh, rescue somebody or, or get a hold of somebody. And it's them getting into position and, and infiltrating this, this area. Yeah. And again, that was another part where I'm like, I just don't... Like, I don't understand what type of game they're going for. It feels completely different to Ghost Recon Wildlands. It's like a, a weird mix between... Um, uh, Splinter Cell. Yeah, it's got these Splinter Cell slash like uh, Metal Gear vibes going for it. Yeah, but it's a. I just I think the thing, the thing's confusing me is that this is a fucking Wildlands sequel. That's yeah. the part where I'm like, I just don't 
Like it's a different type of game, um, and yep. it doesn't like it doesn't feel like it knows where it is. Like, is it a hardcore? Like, is this like a really hardcore Ghost Recon game, or is it arcade? The, the medical thing, yeah, right. Th- that feels super, super hardcore. fucking hardcore. Yeah. That's like Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater type shit. Yeah. Uh huh. And then the shooting, it didn't look good to me. The shooting didn't look good at all. And I thought Wildlands had really good shooting, so that's weird. Yeah. Um, but it also, like, yeah, it just seemed like when they said go, it just sort of seemed like, uh, oh, now it's a wave-based shooter. Like, that's pretty odd. Mm. It feels like the sort of game that would have, like, a very sad amount of people on, like, on the scene and you would eliminate them and that would be it. Like, it would just be... You, you know, it wouldn't be that many people, but sure. each shot would be... You wouldn't want to ever waste a bullet and... Yeah, you'd be like, fuck, I... Like, if, if I get spotted, it's fucking... Yeah. It's, it's on. Like, is like, it two or three shots and you're done type stuff? Yeah. That's what it right? felt like, like, but it didn't. That's no, not the vibe I got it, from it. Because I've read, yeah. like, there's loot drops and stuff in the game from what I've read and that just doesn't yeah. it seems like a really strange mix yeah that does seem really weird um yeah it's, I just I, I don't know how to say this I put up a quick clip out of the gameplay trailer of the shooting and if it, I don't know if you watched that clip but it looks fucking way off eh to me it looks super off like I don't know if there was I think it's because they're playing on con- controllers yeah, like, so what? You think it was, like, aim assist? Something like that, yeah. I don't know, man. None of those shots looked like they were hitting and people were just dropping. My thoughts were either some sort of weird lag, mm. which, why would you put that in your gameplay reveal? Or the, the damage bodies feedback. were... Well, yeah, there's, there's fuck all damage feedback, but, like, the bodies were destined to drop at that point. Like, it was scripted, right? Like, which is possible. Uh, not ideal, but yeah, like, I don't know, none of those, sh- a lot of the shots didn't seem to be hitting from my perspective. Or maybe they were hitting and they just take a lot of damage. Yeah, which <laughs> is counter to everything we've seen, yeah. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. So I, I don't know how, I feel, like, I feel like if they go for the, like, old school Ghost Recon Tom Clancy type vibe where everything is like two hits and you're in a lot of trouble, um, yep. then that would be really compelling for me. Yeah. But. I don't know, just the style it's sort of going for at the moment. I'm just really confused about where it's sort of headed. I don't, yeah, I don't think you can have one and not the other. You know, like I can't. I don't think you can have this tight, focused, really close in, uh, gritty jungle thriller, mm. and then have bullet sponge enemies and loot boxes. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. Because there's that bit where he, he uh, like camos into the ground. Or like he pushes yeah. himself in the mud to hide, and if you can take a lot of damage, then why are you doing that anyway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, like that was a cool. That was cool, right? Yeah. Like there was. There's a lot of cool in that gameplay and and reveal trailer, but like, yeah, like there's heaps of cool shit, and a lot of it confused me. Yeah. Like that one, it- the one dude goes down, and then the teammate picks picks him up. And then she runs off to like over to a, like a safe area. And then the other two are like covering while this guy's getting revived again. Like that stuff seems interesting. Um, Sick. But I just, I don't know, man. I just felt flat on this trailer. 
Yeah. Because I guess it was yeah. just confusing message as to exactly what's it's, going on. It's, yeah, it's it's not coherent, you know? I don't think it's on anyone except for Ubi for making an incoherent trailer. Mm. Um, yeah. Obviously, we need to see more. Oh, I just want to play it. I want to play it to understand, like, what's happening. Maybe it is, like, old school Tom Clancy Ghost Recon, but with co-op. And then I'm legit. I'm, like, sold. I will play the fuck out of that, (laughs) right? Like, I don't need... Like, I don't need every co-op game to be goofy as fuck, and I 100% think... Like, when we... Fuck, talking Ghost Recon, the Predator mission, right? We goofed around in that a lot, but when we wanted to get it done, mm. we took it serious as fuck, and it was still, it was super fucking fun, right? Like, it was a sick fucking mission. It played really well. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, like, there's no reason, there's no belief on my end that, yeah, like, co-op needs to be lighthearted and fun or easy or simple or anything like that, or, like... Yeah, like, or cartoony or anything like that. Like, I think you can do co-op and, like, hardcore, and I think it will be ultra compelling. And I'd love I'd love for this to be that. Yeah. Uh, but I just can't tell if it will be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's that's why it's not Wildlands 2. Because then people would be like, oh, okay, yeah, we're going in expecting Wildlands 2. Yeah. And it's not. It's different. And I'm okay with that. If they're calling this uh, Point Break or whatever their weird spin-off name is, Breakpoint, um, yep. then I yeah. if it's a completely different direction, different tone, then go for it. I watched Point Break the other night. Um, the original? Yeah. Not, not the, the only one. The only one. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I'm yeah. definitely excited or keen to check it out. I'm sure we'll see yeah. more in next month at E3. yeah the coming yeah coming weeks yeah um yeah no doubt yeah awesome but yeah what do you think about the bad guy i love him i love john john burnthal uh yeah i reckon he's he's rad uh i was confused in the reveal trailer because i thought he was the one speaking the whole time hmm. and then at the end he's like oh i'm a ghost too. i i'm a ghost too i'd expect nothing less i'm like hang on hold up Who's speaking? Who was speaking the rest of the fucking the time? Dude. Why would you get two dudes that sound identical? May as well get me and my twin brother to play fucking, like, uh, the villain <laughs> and the protagonist, like, in a fucking... Oh, yeah, cool. Maybe that uh, is... Maybe they are. Maybe he shaves his beard off and it's oh, him. Oh, shit. It's a clone. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're going full Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. They, they're like... The robot Metal Gear Solid leader is as a robot. A, as a franchise is dead, it's time to take up the mantle. Uh, that would be the sickest fucking shit of all time. If they don't do that now, I'm going to be so fucking gutted. Like, they should do it. They should 100% do it. I don't care what, what else happens. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's cool. Yep. I'm about Find it. out more. Um, yep. All right, next up, EA condensing all announcements to a single day. I'm guessing this is related to E3. This is at E3, EA yes. Plays event. EA Plays events will all take place on the one day, and the second day is now dedicated right. to streamers streaming from the events so it had been planned that it was going to be announcements over the course of two days yeah reveals yeah but they've condensed it all down um obviously speculation is rampant as to what this means like is is this a case of they don't have enough stuff to show or did they just figure people would prefer to tune in 
on separate days or they wanted a more condensed like presentation style thing or what you know like um what what it actually like what it's gonna mean wholesale is it's hard to tell at this point but it's very interesting it's an interesting move Mm. because they've already worked so hard to divorce themselves from the e3 ecosystem while still remaining you know in touch that uh that doing this sort of i don't know to me indicates that a somewhat a lack of confidence i guess i don't know it's, it's weird to well, so when does this kick off what day do you know saturday the saturday so sunday fast right uh and yeah so they're out of the way of of the other conferences anyway right bethesda's on the sunday yeah um yeah. maybe that's the reasoning and devolver as well yeah they want to get out of the way of those two um because i oh, guess maybe. on saturday they've got their own day to themselves is that right yeah when's yep. microsoft monday monday yeah yeah sony is not appearing sony's not there so um yeah i mean it gives them the entire day to work on their own schedule um it means that all the media are just covering that one day they're not at that second day doing other stuff um and it just feels weird spreading over two days to me like announcements yeah fair enough that's that's very cool I mean, you get to dominate the news cycle for a bit longer, but I guess maybe it doesn't matter that much. I mean, yeah, maybe you don't because the next day, whatever Bethesda's big thing is, you're only in the spotlight for maybe two hours. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, Anyway, um, I guess we'll speculate more on that once things get a bit closer. It's not far out. It's uh, like three weeks. Is it three weeks? Yeah, it would be, right? Like, yeah, it's about so it's three and a bit weeks. To, yeah, three and a half weeks. Yeah. Mm, cool. All right, cool. and that's all we got there. That's it. Short one. I'm going away. Uh, I won't be here next week. I uh, am going to Western Australia. Oh, exciting. Um, yeah, I'm going to Ningaloo Reef. I'm going to swim with some whale sharks, and then I'm going to go to Perth and check out what's going on in Perth. I don't know what's going on in Perth. Uh, they've got some whiskey distilleries <laughs> right it's the only reason so, you're that's it that's essentially it yeah so uh, I guess I'll see you guys in two weeks yeah okay and you'll have to do your own alright fair enough next week Luke I'll yeah, figure it out something out I got things yeah. happening it'll be fine you're fucking better uh, we got any questions or is that it no no questions easy so when I get back I expect questions we can we can wrap it up then uh, the Gap, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, all those wonderful places. Uh, if you've got some time, please rate and review the show. Helps other people find it. Uh, if you want to send us questions, you can email us the gapodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our Discord page, which is thegapodcast.com slash Discord. That'll take you to our wonderful uh, Discord channels where we've got people talking about random things. And yep. uh, I think Sharon see at these videos last time I checked and nice. whatnot. But we'll, we'll be in there playing games. People were playing Mordhau the other night. Um, people still playing Division. Still. True. Still. Inexplicably. Um, sea of Thieves. We've been playing Sea of Thieves when we had times. But yeah, it's been good. So you check that out. Uh, if you want to find us on social media, you can go to facebook.com slash podcast, twitter.com slash podcast. You can also go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got all the links, things we just talked about, including our YouTube page, 
which is thejpodcast.com slash YouTube. If you want to watch uh, this show on the video screens, you can do that. And that's all thanks to our Patreon members. You can help support this show by going to patreon.com slash the GA podcast. Thank you to everyone that does it every month. Greatly you appreciated. Um, this show should go up early for them this week because we got a bit of lead time, which is good. Nice. And I think that is it. Anything you want to talk about that you have written this week? Head to redbull.com. Check out my competitive analysis of Mordhow. Uh, it's, it's got a sick diehard reference in it that I hope someone appreciates. Right. And that's about it. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Cool. What about uh, for me, you go to twitter.com slash Check out things I'm up to. Uh, talking about basketball, most mostly. Oh, yeah. Fucking sixes. That was one of the worst fucking defensive rebounding performances I've ever seen in my entire life. It was fucking woeful. Mm. I've never been so fucking angry. Oh, my God. Literally, literally one. If they had stopped one of those offensive rebounds, they would have fucking won that game. How many did they throw? Something like 16 or something. Mm. Like 16 offensive rebounds. That is fucking crazy. Staggering. Anyway, yeah. All right. And that is it. Yep. Nothing else much to talk about. We'll see you in two weeks when you're back. Me. Yep. And then uh, we'll drag. I'll drag someone else on next week. Good stuff. Yep. All right. Awesome. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Bye.